millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome, friends, to another r slash malicious compliance video. Today, we've got some great stories of compliance, and our first story of the day is from King of Time, teacher who's going to get more than she bargained for. I'm a high school student, and one of my classes, nearer to the end of the day, is basically a combination of all my academic classes. Right now, we're doing a project where we find something to research in our town. I chose my friend as my partner, we came up with a research question, and plans to get the answer. The next day in class, we don't have much to do as we were supposed to go to the cemetery, the place we were researching, but we couldn't go for some reason. So me and my friend are just playing on our computers until the teacher reminds us that we do still have a reflection sheet to fill out. Only one partner has to do it, and my friend nod its, so I pulled up the doc. By the way, I was fine with this, as it was only 9 short questions and I had nothing else to do anyway. I filled out the questions, I admit haphazardly, annoyed that half of them were basically the same ones we had to fill out twice the day before. So I throw in sass, saying things like, check the doc we turned in yesterday and... The question I want to answer in this project is the research question I'm basing this project on. I didn't try all that hard, figuring no one would really care about these stupid reflection questions. Turned out, someone did. One of our teachers is a cranky old lady, who thinks she deserves our respect just because she's a teacher. She beckons me into the hall. This lady was bossy from the get-go. She denied my friend the right to listen to music during a test, which was a breach of their 504. Basically, specialized rules for students to help them learn and or to help their mental state. And my friend had an anxiety attack. It's hard to explain, but she has this entitled, so sure about everything vibe. And of course, she's a white straight cis woman in a school with a very high LGBTQ and Hispanic population. I've even heard about slightly racist things she said from other students, and it's fair to say she's not well liked. I followed her into the hall, and she starts looking at me with this stern, you know what you did, look. She says that she read my reflection, and that it was very middle school, and that the effort I put in was unacceptable. In fairness, I didn't really care how it came out, I just wanted it done. But it was literally the most basic questions about the project, questions we had gone over and answered before. It was clear she cared less about my work, and more about her power trip. To be honest, I thought some of the stuff I said was pretty funny, and that the chill teachers would enjoy it. But this lady just made me mad. Not to mention that I'm a bit sensitive about my maturity, I have age regression issues, and even more sensitive when it comes to being scolded by an authority figure. I can feel my eyes well up as I sit back down on my seat. I open the dock and get to work, tapping away angrily as I clench my jaw and try not to cry, my bottom lip quivering. I feel immediately spiteful and out of my pit of anger I start answering each question in high detail. The 9 questions and my previous answers only reached about 5 lines above the bottom of the page. After I was done with the first question, it pushed the last question cleanly to the second page. And I was nowhere near done. At this point, my partner noticed I looked upset. I was clearly crying and sniffling. 
and I had this angry expression on as I typed. They sensed what happened and shut their computer with a slam, glaring at the old teacher lady. They asked what they could do, and I explained that I'd plan to make the most excruciatingly detailed answers this lady had ever seen. They offered to go through and change any word they could with an elaborate, flowery synonym, and I agreed and thanked them. Together we worked the rest of the period, my friends still shooting daggers at the teacher. When we left, the teacher, who had apparently been looking at the doc, told me it was much better. I just glared and walked out. When the school was dismissed, I had a page and a half of writing. After only two and a half questions were done. My goal was initially three pages, but I think I'll smash that easily. I'll turn it in tomorrow and update if the bad teacher says anything about it. Although OP tried their best to piss this teacher off, the teacher seemed actually pretty happy about the outcome. Do you think in the end here, the teacher was actually the one who came out on top? That although there is a lot, like a lot of writing, that they managed to get OP to spend time answering these questions to the utmost degree? Was the teacher the winner here? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from Narajd, doctor's office compliance. My ex-wife and I were at a doctor's appointment. She had a mysterious health condition that turned out to be a drug allergy that gave her lupus-like symptoms, and she felt horrible. We had been to a few doctors with no success. My wife had four powerlifting titles in our state, and she and I were both martial artists who competed dozens of times per year, and her illness was very recent. The doctor was 45 minutes late, and when he arrived, he hung out in the hallway outside the examination room, talking to his friend about his Hawaiian vacation. My wife, who was feeling bad, was getting more and more annoyed with the doctor who was already late, but seemed to have no concern for the patients waiting. Finally, the doctor came in and started the examination. He was a very thin guy and wearing leather-bottomed dress shoes. He was condescending and ignored much of what my wife had to say about her history and what her ideas were about what was going on. At some point during the examination, she squatted down on the balls of his feet and grabbed both of her ankles and pressed them back against the patient table and said to her, Okay, kick out really hard. She glanced down at me with a nod and a small smile before the strength of both of her legs, which had been kicking things every day and lifting heavy for more than 10 years, sent his 130-pound body zooming across the narrow room into the far wall, knocking some items off of the wall and table. A nurse popped in to ask if everything was okay. He was fine, but I couldn't help but say, I told you five minutes ago she was not having any muscle weakness. One thing I've learned from copious amounts of extremely accurate medical documentaries is, it's never lupus. Except for that one time it was lupus. But besides that, it's never lupus. Our next story is from Turbo IV. No replacement bulbs for ceiling fan. Have to buy a whole new fan. I bought all the ceiling fans in my home from Home Depot. I wanted them to all match throughout the house. I even bought Home Depot's in-house brand because I wanted to make sure I would have easy access to parts should anything happen to one. Well, the time came and one of my fans had the light panel go out. It's a panel of LED lights. I took the light to Home Depot and told them I just needed a new light to replace the one that went out. I had tried looking on the internet for a replacement, but there were only knockoffs that were unclear about whether or not it would work on my fan. The customer service agent just started yelling, Rico, to some guy 50 meters away. Rico came over, took one look without any prompting or opener and said, you have to go through the manufacturer for that part. I told him that's why I was there. Home Depot is the manufacturer. 
This pissed off Rico. He said, well, there's nothing you can do because we don't sell those. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So I asked, how do I replace a light bulb on a product your company makes? He said, you have to buy a new fan. Cue malicious compliance. I said, cool, I'll do that then. So I bought the new fan. I removed the light panel from it, replaced my light panel, put the old one back in the brand new box and returned it. Telling the customer service agent that Rico said I could return it if it didn't work out for me. She completed the return and I got my light bulb from Home Depot. Screw you, Rico, and the rest of the idiots who made that bad decision at Home Depot. I mean, if they're not willing to work with you at all, I think what OP did here is a really smart and savvy thing. I mean, when you're left with no other option but to buy a whole new one, what else can you do? It honestly just makes too much sense. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. That said, our next story is from Fondacy ordered two small glasses of water instead of one large glass. Several years ago, a large group of us, 12-ish, were in a small town in Sweden for a weekend. We sat at a prime table, meaning it was outside on a warm sunny day. 12 of us ordered food, 11 of us, not me, ordered beer or wine or a soft drink. I wanted plain water. The menu stated that for plain water, a small glass, 33 centiliters, costs 5 Swedish krona. And a large one, 50 centiliters, the fluid content was specified, this is critical for the malicious compliance, cost 10 Swedish krona. I asked if they really charged for water, and they replied they had to, otherwise people would occupy the prime seating and only order water. Since we were all ordering food and drinks, well, still not me, I implied that the preventative need was not necessary, right? Nope. Okay then, I ordered two small glasses. A bit dismayed, they told me I should order one large glass instead, so they wouldn't have to wash two glasses instead of one. I asked again if they'd charge me for it. Yes, they answered. I explained the math to them, and for the small satisfaction, I figured I should demonstrate how ridiculous they were. I was served two glasses, or 66 centiliters, and paid 10 Swedish krona for it. I mean, honestly, they should just have some kind of rule that if you want the prime seating, You've got to order some actual food item. I'm surprised this kind of thing could fly because, actually in the US, I think it's mandatory for places to offer free water. People are pointing out though that this is like a legitimate sales method, where the lowest unit is cheaper even if you buy two of the lowest unit, because it inspires people to go, oh well it's cheaper if I just buy a couple of these, instead of outright buying the large one. All of a sudden, instead of just selling one small, you've sold a couple. Our next story is from Lord KOTL. Gun it? Okay. So this is a minor piece of malicious compliance that happened around Labor Day. 
It may not be that good, but afterwards it made all involved laugh. Setting the scene, I ended up driving my dad and my aunt out to my brother's place about three hours away so we could all catch a baseball game together. The game went well and I drove us all back. I dropped off my aunt first. After dropping her off, it was about 10 p.m. The roads in her town are controlled by stoplights, which are synced in time together, and the roads were empty as I prepared to drive my dad back to his place. As I turned right from one street onto a one-way street and merged into the left lane, preparing for a left turn a few blocks down, all of the lights were green for me, no cars in sight. My dad pipes up and says, Quick, gun it, you don't want to miss that light. I replied, Okay and proceeded to gun it as per his request. As a subsequent aside, my dad drives base Toyota Camry. I think 2020 model year, about 200 horsepower I believe. This is for reference and comparison to my car which I was driving everyone around in. Not that slow of a car, but I could understand him wanting to gun it to catch the light as if he was in his car. I, on the other hand, just picked up a 2022 Kia Stinger GT2 all-wheel drive which is about the same size of car but has 368 horsepower. I was driving it because it's a new car and people tend to want to drive their new car and show it off and people they know want to see it. As I gunned it, the car took off as I expected it to. My dad, however, didn't expect to be thrown back in his seat that hard as the twin turbos spooled up and all four tires put those 368 ponies to the pavement without so much as a chirp of the tires. I heard a Jesus Christ from him as my car burst forward and then took the turn briskly and effortlessly. After the turn I told him, you did say gun it, to which he had a good laugh. I just know that depending on how well you know the person and how well you know how good of a driver they are, this experience is either A. Funny or B. Terrifying. Thankfully everybody seemed to be laughing in this situation. And our final story of the day is from Unknown T-Beast. Best Buy's return policy, really good. This story dates back almost a decade. I buy a headset for my computer. I also buy the two-year protection plan. It was $129.99 after the $30 discount. About a year after I bought it, it breaks. I go in, grab a replacement, same model. It's still on sale and we do the exchange. No problem. Well, cut to about two weeks before the protection plan ends... The replacement dies on me. I go in, grab the same one to replace this one with, but it's no longer on sale. The customer service rep said I would have to pay the difference, even though I had the protection plan. I nicely asked if I could speak to the manager, since it really made no sense to pay the difference if I had the protection plan. He told me the same thing. I asked him what my options were, aside of paying the difference. It was either contact the manufacturer, or I could return the product. Yes, the product I have essentially been using for the past two years could be refunded since I had this protection plan. Of course I took that option, it was a full refund. Now the more malicious part was immediately after that, I went onto Amazon's website and found the same headset for $20 less than the original discounted price, and $50 less than Best Buy's current price. The front checkout staff were more than happy to price match Amazon. I didn't get the replacement plan this time, it died about a year later, and I upgraded to a better headset. Okay, first of all, if you bought a headset for $130 and it broke twice both times within a year, why go and buy the same model again? Like I know familiarity, especially with headphones being like really used to a sound, it's nice to have that consistency but this thing can't even stay together. 
Second of all, whenever I'm offered a protection plan, I almost never pay for it. I figure two years from now, if something I bought for 130 bucks breaks, I'm probably a fool, but I figure I might as well just get something new, right? If there's a multi-year protection plan, do you guys usually buy it or do you also skip over it like I do? I'd like to know what you guys think in the comments down below. That said though, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely awesome compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.